Texas Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Texas. Brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. And by Independent Financial, banking for business, banking for life. In this episode, an update on commercial real estate development in Houston, as HBJ Managing Editor Jonathan Adams connects with Matt Damborski, Executive Vice President at Skanska USA. Tell me about yourself. Started my career, I'm actually born and raised in Houston area. Started my career and actually in the military, I was in the Army. Went to West Point for undergrad and was a uh, Apache helicopter pilot for a number of years. After that, I uh, went to business school here in Houston at Rice and then started my career in real estate at Heinz. Yeah, it's kind of a, a quick you know, background on me. So yeah, I was going to ask you about your, your military experience. What was that transition like going from military to real estate? I would say that there's a lot of similarities. The military is very focused on teamwork. And, and when I got to Heinz, I felt that we're working on small teams. Teamwork was very important. Um, so I saw on these projects, there's a lot of comparables that were very similar. So it was a good transition for me. What were some of the things that you were able to like take over from the military? I hope leadership was one. More of a uh, get the job done, no matter what that type of mentality. It was very you know beneficial in real estate, kind of what we were doing at the at the project level early on. People skills and dealing with different folks from a, a variety of diverse backgrounds, I think was also very helpful in the business. And so when you got out, what made you say, like, I'm going to do real estate? I don't think I knew exactly how <laughs> to do real estate at the time. <laughs> I just kind of found my way there. I, when I first got into business school, I, I definitely thought I wanted to either focus on investment banking or consulting. And that's what I had a lot of friends that had left the military were doing. But actually, a, uh, Heinz came on campus to do a summer internship. So I went to the informational. I was like, okay, wow, that seems pretty cool. They had really cool projects going on in the city. And you know, growing up here, I knew all the things that Mr. Hines had done downtown and you know, and actually started to understand a little bit more nationally what and globally what they had done. So I was like, okay, this seems really interesting. And luckily enough, I was able to to get the position and uh, kind of stayed there for the next nine years. So that's awesome. What would you say was like the biggest project you did that you're like, yeah, this is for me? I worked on some really cool things at Heinz. We did a lot of work with a show oil company with their campus. But when I started, I thought my first project when I started at Heinz was on a construction and development of a 600 square foot restroom at the Houston Zoo. And <laughs> nice. I, so I always go back to that as like, okay, you know, when I started the career, it wasn't, it wasn't these high rises and it wasn't anything, but you know, what was amazing about that project was it still required all of the same attention to detail and process and everything else that some of these larger projects you know take. So it was a great place to kind of start and learn, and it was fun. What took you to Skanska, actually? I think the platform was fairly interesting to me. You know, we we do not have JV partners. We don't take on equity partners. Um, we don't actually put any type of financing out of our project. It's all off our our balance sheet. Just the appeal to be you know, very nimble and to be able to start projects when, you know, the capital markets are a little leery about what's going on in real estate, I think gives us a really big advantage when the timing's right. So we, we can be really nimble, we can go when others can't. And I think that was probably the, one of the bigger drivers for me coming over here. I think the other thing was that at the time, you know, Skansen had a lot of stuff in the pipeline. So I thought that was intriguing as well. So where in Houston are you starting to see a bunch of opportunity? 
that's a tough one right now, given the current you know environment that we're in. You know, we we still think there's opportunity in well amenitized new office product that is differentiated. I mean, I, I think we we still think there there will be a need for that in the future. What the size of that is, kind of what that looks like, may change. We need to be adaptable to that. You know, we still think urban cores is a good place. We you know we, we've primarily focused that here. You know, we have we have a project downtown right now, fifteen fifty on the green that's still under construction. We own a couple more sites downtown. And then we also own a site at Montrose at Westheimer that we think will be a very interesting mixed use site at some point. So still working on that one. How are you doing business in a post-COVID world right now? It's been interesting to watch. It definitely, we're fairly diverse geographically in in our business unit and, and commercial development in the United States. So we have offices in Seattle, LA, Boston, DC and Houston. I think all of those have kind of seen a different reaction of back to work and what that looks like. I think that from our customer standpoint, they're really looking for reasons to have people that want to come back to the office. And I think new projects that are highly amenitized, that are in great locations, kind of help with that and make people you know, want to make the commute worth it, right? I mean, so right. it has a lot to do with why people are enjoying working from home. So I think it's kind of what we're seeing. I mean, I, I you know, different companies, it seems like are prioritizing, you know, back to work more than others. And the reasons for that are vary depending on, you know, the, the job, the actual role the person holds versus what the industry they're in. So I think we're seeing a variety of different things with respect to who's coming back, who's not coming back. And our market's very greatly, right? I mean, you know, Houston here, obviously, in the Texas markets came back a lot earlier than others. But then, you know, globally, we have a lot of projects in, in the Nordics and Central Europe. And, you know, their return to work has been very quick and they've come back to work a lot faster than we have nationally. So it's been interesting to watch. That is interesting. You kind of touched on a little bit about uh, amenities and office spaces. What are some of the things that people are looking for in a post-COVID, you know, office environment? I think for one outdoor space, I think is very important in providing a way to, to get outside during the day. Even in the Texas heat, you know, we see time and time again. In the building here at Bank of America Tower, the roof deck is still very well utilized. So people like to just go out, get a breath of fresh air, walk back in or, or eat lunch or do some work. So I think outdoor spaces are very important. Fitness centers are still important. I mean, we still get a lot of activity in our fitness centers. More of a, when it comes to, we've rethought the way we do our, our conference centers, right? They're more of an amenity floor now for either hosting events or having small breakout rooms are much more casual than they were in the past. They're not the more of a formal office conference center because a lot of our customers and tenants have formal conference centers in their space. So they don't really need that. So they need another place that they can have other meetings. I think retail is very important for a lot of our customers that they they have a place where they can, you know, have a business lunch or grab a coffee or um, even have dinner with their own customers. So I think it's a lot of what we're seeing. You know, I think that to air ventilation and sustainability and health focus are all things that all of our clients are focused on. So we've been you know, very focused on doing that in our buildings as well. So that's just kind of a, a couple of things I would think that, you know, that, that we've focused on more than years past. Yeah. And you kind of talked about 1550 on the green a little while ago. Uh, can you kind of talk a little bit more about that? What's the progress look like? And how is that reflected in, you know, what people are looking for in a post-COVID office environment? 
Yes, it's a 28 story, 375,000 square foot, you know, class A office project. We'll finish up later this year. So we have our first tenant that's going to, they'll move in early part of next year. That's Norton Rose Fulbright. So that's kind of a little bit about the project. You know, we, I mentioned before, we own a couple of the blocks in the adjacent neighborhood and we're really focused on making that more of a walkable environment. We've added a ton of patio space to the sidewalk because, you know, a lot of, the Houston streetscape has been a little bit more office focused. We're trying to bring it back to more of a more of a walkable feel that, that brings the park back into the building. So those are kind of some of the thought processes around what went into the design of the building. We also, you know, we were trying to deliver another kind of a, a differentiated product being a, that's fairly small, right? A lot of the downtown office towers are very large. So we were trying to give it more of a, a different, you know, smaller look and feel than, than some of the other projects that we've done and some of the other developers have done here. Flexibility is very important in providing a floor plate that's very flexible for them because I think we're still going through this transition of tenants trying to understand what their needs are, whether they're bigger, whether they're smaller, how they can create different types of space in their space. Some companies, I'm sure, will still go to a whole office environment. And some will you know, end up with a more of an open plan. Others are even more of a mix than they were with more touchdown spaces and and lounge spaces than they had before. So I think flexibility is important when we're looking at designing new buildings and, and building new buildings is that we give our tenants the every flexible option that they can. Next, the obstacles in getting 1550 on the green out of the ground when Texas Business Minds continues. At Texas Mutual, we know the importance of protecting your employees on the road. We create driving safety programs to help keep your people and your bottom line safe. Together, we can reduce driving accidents and drive Texas business forward. Business is safer, stronger, better with Texas Mutual. At Independent Financial, we know you work hard for your business. That's why we work hard for you. Ready to get down to business? Let's talk at ifinancial.com business. Independent Financial. Banking for business. Banking for life. What were some of the challenges that you faced in trying to get 1550 on the green going? Uh, for one, we started the design of that project and the construction of that project during the pandemic. So <laughs> all of our design meetings were virtual. A lot of our pre-construction meetings were virtual. A lot of the meetings with potential tenants were virtual. So everything was done virtually for a while. I would say that was a challenge. It's a good outcome. I mean, we, we pushed through it. We were able to hopefully deliver something that's uh, very impactful for the city and for the tenants of the building. A lot of talk is uh, flex quality. We hear that a lot at the Business Journal. Is that something Skanska is still like chasing? Absolutely. If you look at buildings that have been recently delivered in this market, it's a, it's a national issue. I mean, the newer product you know, can just provide things that some of the you know, older buildings can't. So we've definitely seen it on Bank of America Tower when we delivered it. We're seeing it on 1550. We've seen it in some of the other buildings downtown here in Houston. We're seeing it in our other markets as well. So I think flight to quality is definitely something that's here to stay. You kind of touched on this briefly about some projects on Westheimer. So I wanted to ask you about uh, Disco Kroger, the apartment development there. How's that looking? So we don't own the site where Disco Kroger was. We own the site adjacent at Montrose at Westheimer. So I know there's a project plan for it. I don't know all the details of that project, but our project is currently in design. We're looking to do a variety of uses with a lot of retail, some apartments, and then also a small amount of office as well for a mixed use project. Are there any other projects down the pipeline for Skanska? 
No, we had the other sites downtown. We're always looking for opportunity. So we see this as probably a, a good time to be looking for opportunities. So we're always looking for opportunities of something that will fit our model. Compared to like the other cities in Texas, in the Texas market, Austin and Dallas and San Antonio, like what does development look like here compared to those other metropolitan areas? It varies by cycle. I mean, Austin saw a, a very good run for a very long time. Houston tends to be kind of a, a slower market from a development standpoint. I never really feel like there's a ton of development at any given time in the city of Houston, whereas Austin, you saw tower cranes everywhere. I think that's obviously slowing with given you know, what's happening in the tech sector. So Austin's going to slow down a little bit. You know, Dallas has done a really good job the last couple of years of bringing in a lot of new company headquarters between uptown and the projects that are you know outside the city a little bit have done very, very well. That city continues to grow with a lot of companies coming from outside the state. So that's been Dallas been issuing to watch. So what advice do you have for people interested in real estate? I guess it depends on what market you're in. I would say patience for people trying to get into it. The market's definitely, you have to be prepared for a cyclical environment because there are a lot of ups and downs in the business. And I think that, you know, it doesn't matter what space you're in, whether it's retail or industrial or, or office, or they'll all experience it at some time. So, you know, I think that's probably the biggest one. Patience and optimism are probably two, two things that people should really focus on if they want to get into the business. What's keeping you up at night lately? I think just the uncertainty of what's going on in the capital markets and kind of just the lack of liquidity and, and what that means. And I think that's probably the, the hardest part of kind of trying to forecast the next couple of you know years for our company and just the industry in general, because there's just a ton of uncertainty going on with the repricing of real estate as an industry, because things are changing with interest rates moving. How are you navigating those challenges? For us, we're just trying to you know, continue to go with the projects that we have right now, continue to lease up space that we have right now, prepare buildings to transact when it seems right, and then still look for new opportunities. I mean, we're still very active in all of our markets in the U.S., very active overseas in all of our markets and in the Nordics and Central Europe. So that's kind of really what we're focused on. Well, Matt, I really appreciate your time. Thanks for chatting with me. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Matt Damborski joining us. Thank you for downloading Texas Business Minds, presented by the Business Journals of Texas. Brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. And by Independent Financial, banking for business, banking for life. Learn more at ifinancial.com.